You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't want to read Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. <laughs> yes, that's right. We're here. And uh, we, uh, we were learning how to please women. Yeah, I kind of gave up. Slowly but surely, we'll, we'll learn one of these days. I just close my mouth and leave them alone. They seem pretty happy. Oh, wow. Welcome to another installment of the Loose Cannon Comics. Yeah. I'm Eric C. I'm Tony B. Um, tonight, we got a weekly wrap-up. We got everything that's going on on the internet. Everything. We got everything that's going on on your mind. Yep. And we got everything. Um, apparently, this MSNBC anchor lost his fucking mind yeah. the other day. Let's uh, let's 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 go to the video clips on let's sniffing have, around on the internet, shall we? It's time for the news. Hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Oh, geez. So this, I got a hammer this, right over here. This guy's named Lawrence O'Donnell. Um, he apparently there was some construction going on while he was doing the broadcast. Yeah. And they somebody leaked the outtakes. Of him completely losing his mind. Um, right. I mean, I don't know. I, I saw some of these videos, and I got to tell you, man, I don't, I don't think it's that outlandish. Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Where is it? I don't know. Where's the hammer? This is what I say to my internal dialogue on Sunday nights right before I close my eyes at 3 a.m. Stop the hammering. I just sit there and I hammer myself. I'm just like, I always get down on my th myself about like things like the Sunday scaries. I'm like, stop the goddamn hammering, Eric. But you, know, you can understand, though, like how he feels because you know how it is. Like you work with people and you have a wide variety of coworkers and some of them are just the most plum, stupid, useless people on earth. <laughs> and you know the old saying, the customer's always right? Uh, evidently, they didn't work where I work because sometimes the customer's wrong as balls. Customer's always an asshole. Is it on the, uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. You know this is going to be an internet meme in no time. Stop the hammering! I'll go down to the goddamn floor myself and stop it. Keep the goddamn stop commercial break going. the hammering. I framed a whole goddamn house by myself with my own bare hands I'm gonna, one day. I'm going to buy the hammer factory and put everybody out of business. Take it easy, Lawrence O'Donnell. Yeah. Where the fuck you bury your dead? Who's Holy watching your show anyway, honestly? Yeah, the three people. It's it, it's the friggin' it's the ratings knocking on his door about to be friggin' shit canned off the fucking yeah. air. This one guy, but he's losing it. One of the three guys who watches is probably the construction worker building the wall. Call fucking Phil Griffin. I don't care who the fuck you have to call. Stop the hammering. Empty out the goddamn control room and find out where this is going on. It's either there or there. He's he's really good at finding where the hammering's coming from. It's either there yeah. or there. It could be another dimension. We're not sure. Well, you've seen me lose my fucking mind a couple of times when like yeah. the fire alarm's gone off, but I like never to that point, right? Yeah, I don't. Like, you're usually a pretty copacetic guy. I don't really see you get angry too. Yeah, you never really seen my my angry side where I, just I go get off angry. The fucking deep end. I think everyone just goes off the deep end into I'm Tony. Like, I'm like one of those apes when like you know, they're like they, they go they go to war and the chimp's like ah yeah. <laughs> That's like me in traffic. Yeah, mine's like a fucking tea kettle. And it's like, it's simmering, and I, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, okay, 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 oh, fucking K, all right, enough. Yeah, and then it's like, I, and they're off, off to the races. Let's, uh, let's see how the hammering's going with fucking Lawrence O'Donnell. Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a <laughs> hammer? Where is it? Where's the hammer? This is what should play in my the, mind on Monday morning. Floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. This is this is what stop I say. This is what please. I say during ladies' nights when 72 people are asking for fucking drinks. Won't somebody please Where stop the hammering? Where's the hammer? Is right it on here, the baby. go up on the other floor? Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. Yo, this Peter Gabriel video always made me feel weird inside as a kid. 
What the fuck is going on in this video right now? I kind of like this song. Oh, of course. Sledgehammer is a great song. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense, does it? Love, love the song, hate the video. What does it mean? I don't know. Why does he want to be somebody's sledgehammer? This was just a reason to get clay animation going with yings and yangs. But it's, yeah. it's got it. As seven years old, this keeps you up at night a little this bit. It's like, this is cool back in the 80s. Yeah, everything was cool back in the 80s. Don't you know that? All right, so let's see. Lawrence knows Donald's almost done with his fucking tirade. Fucking words cut. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Crazy fucking sound coming in my ear. This fucking stupid hammering. What network is this guy on? I told you why I wanted those fucking words cut. MSNBC. Is he really? Oh, yeah. I hate this news. Fucking this news sucks. People. It fucking sucks to be out here with this out of control shit. Any yeah. fucking thing can come into my ear at any moment. That's what I know. Anybody can get into my fucking ear at any time. It must be a big ear. It sounds like me when I don't want to be spoken to. Anybody can get in my ear at just, any time. What, do they just crawl in there? Dude, this guy is completely towards the edge. He's snapping like a fucking twig under a hurricane fucking... Nothing's worse than my job where I make 30 grand a night to sit here and be a dick. I know. Crazy. This is when you lose fucking oh, sight of everything. It's like, it's like being a kid serious. What God we're God. doing after the show. Then I'll have to go home to my mansion where I have lots of money and expensive cars and everything I want. Oh, it's so bad to lie to American people about nonsense. They should make this motherfucker snake a toilet for three hours and then see if he complains. They should hang him from his ankles and just Fucking hit him over the head with plastic things. hammers for an hour. <laughs> yeah, man, it's unbelievable because these guys, they start to lose sight um, of the job that they have, right? Yeah. Um, like, like that guy Carton who, got, uh, who had the... Uh, great uh, show uh, in the morning, the Boomer and Carton show. It's a sports show. Yeah, I know that you don't listen. On the fan, and it was huge. And he just got arrested for a Ponzi scheme. These guys really lose sight of that they got a great gig where they got to talk in front of a teleprompter. I'll switch to this guy in a fucking heartbeat. They, get, they think they're infallible. He can work my fucking uh, happy hour while I go talk on MSLSD. And I'll read off the teleprompter as fucking well. You've been digging in your eye for about an hour. Are you okay? There's a treasure in there. I mean, how much sleep do you have in your eye? Somebody stop the hammering. Somebody stop the digging. Tony, Jesus Christ. Well, that wasn't the only, that wasn't the biggest blow up. Um, we have some other outtakes. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are going to do this thing. Yeah. Okay, but. Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we will leave you with... So this is where Bill O'Reilly is about to lose his mind in three, two... Say, I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Uh, Bill now we can see maybe why Bill O'Reilly doesn't have a job anymore. He fucking loses his mind. Remember Inside Edition? That was like the original TMZ, you know? Like the scumbag reporting of like yeah. gossip and all that shit. He's like a real-life version of that reporter from Predator 2. But what were you saying that you get? You don't think that these guys are losing it enough? How is that even well, possible? Well, it's not that I, I don't think they're losing it enough, but it's like everybody's just dealt with a, a day at work where the nonsense just goes through the roof. And it's like this is this level of nonsense is too high. All right, let's go to the phones here. We've got a caller calling in. Let's see who's on the line. You're on Loose Cannon Comics. Who's on the line? Hey, what's going on, Ed? How you doing? Oh, it's Cokehead Dad. How are we doing, Cokehead yeah, Dad? Yeah, yeah, very funny. Very, very, yeah, yeah. Last time we heard so from you, you were leaving some fleeting now. voicemails uh, on our uh, voicemail line. Did you ever get out of the clink? Uh, I was away on a business trip, first of all, okay? It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was, a, you know, I was away uh, trying to take care of a couple things. And yes, you know, I got out of my business trip just fine. No help to you, I might add. Well, I just have a question for you. How many business transactions are going on on Labor Day? Usually people are trying to get as far away from work as possible on Labor Day. What do you, what do you think about that? 
Lots of, bi- lots of business transactions. Why do you think they call it Labor Day, Jerko? Well, listen, you called us, so uh, what's the reason? You know, I'm trying to find out what you are. You know, I'm, you know, I help you out a lot, a lot of favors. You know, I'm just trying to call you for some help with something. I can't even get in touch with you, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, you know, it's crazy. Um, I went on call twice. You know what to be found. I went on a little bit of a workcation, and I, um, I'm usually at work or here in my apartment working on the show. So at any time. Uh, you can uh, get in touch with me, but uh, we've actually we were just talking about the Lawrence O'Donnell video. What do you think about Lawrence O'Donnell and his meltdown on MSNBC this week? I think it's crazy, man. You know, I think sometimes it worked though. This is what happens. This is what happens. You know, when you're when you're like a really successful guy and you got like a lot of things going on, you know, and you're making it happen and you're out there and you're in control of a lot of things. Sometimes it's not that easy to keep you, you know, keep your wits about you. Because the little guy comes in there and they start screwing around and they start they start making noises and they start driving you nuts and you're just like, listen, you gotta stop, okay? I'm trying to get it done and you just drive me nuts. Um, I, you wouldn't know about this kind of stuff, of course, but that's how it goes. I heard you were a little upset with him using one of your taglines. Is that true? I mean, dropping the hammer—that's my thing. I drop hammers. You know what I mean? I got it copyrighted. I'm, I'm trying to talk to a lawyer right now. So going on. You know, we're gonna see what we have to do about it. But you know, they're about to use my lines. You Are you saying? saying that and you're now, gonna take legal action on Lawrence O'Donnell for saying hammer? Well. We got we got to look into it. We got to look into it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I don't want I don't want to make anything. You know, we got to look into it. We got to gone. I got people looking at it right now. But that's that's how it goes. Oh, uh, that's what we need. It, just another frivolous lawsuit with your ambulance chaser yeah, of a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a great guy. So you got to see these guys. They get it done. They're sharks. They're sharks. They swim in the water, Eric. They swim in the water. If they any more, if there were any more sharks with the fins on their back, I'm telling you. Um, do you ever think about get it done? Do you ever think about using your money for good rather than putting it between a stripper's g-string? I buy lots of goods. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Cokehead Dad. We appreciate you calling up, and hey. uh, we hope you the best. And uh, we'll be talking Listen. to you soon. Hey, you know, and what, what's what's this thing to do? I heard you do, 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 do down in Florida recently. Why didn't you call? Oh, you know, oh, I. I what, 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 what down there, man? Um, what are you doing? I was over. You don't in, give me a ring. I'm, you know, I, could, I was down there actually a couple of days ago. We could have went to Miami, man. It was great. Uh, I don't want to hang out with you and my girlfriend on vacation, dude. <laughs> it was amazing, man. Dude, Miami's the only place that snows in the summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I have a feeling that it always snows wherever you are, but um, did you hear what I said? I didn't want you being a third wheel with me and my girlfriend. Ah, come on. Ridiculous. Be fine. She understands. She's a nice girl. You know, come on. Go, 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 go out. Have a couple of drinks. I don't know a great sushi place down there. She thinks you you're... Like mommy ever like that, Mommy? Uh, she thinks you're a bad influence on me. I am. All right, thanks a lot for calling, and I appreciate you. We'll talk yeah, to you soon, buddy. The pleasure's all yours. Oh, my God. That guy is completely out of his goddamn mind. Oh, my God. Tony, you, you, you back- hang out with the guy, though. You keep him on the line. Well, dude. you That's just shut problem. the... F- and you completely let me handle the whole thing by myself. Because he's your problem. Yeah, but you completely just take your hands off the wheel and just leave me alone. Because it's funny. You hang out with these weirdos. Dude, you're like a weirdo magnet. Bro. Oh, my God. Did you hear him, dude? He's always, like, running at level want, 20. Why does he want to be with my girlfriend and I down in Florida? Because he's starved for attention and just wants to hang out with somebody. He doesn't oh, care. Jesus Christ. We got to get a, uh, a screen uh, call screener. He probably wasn't even down there, but would have flown down there just to get, you know, hang out with you guys. Yeah, just to, just to bother us. Imagine yeah. him at dinner. Oh, forget about it. He'd be chewing on the fork. Oh my God! While I was down there, though, um, I was uh, me and me and Megan were. Uh, everyone wanted to talk to us. Yeah, we're just very inviting people, right? And uh, we met this one guy from Long Island. His name's Jimmy, and this guy literally is just like Scotch on two feet. And uh, <laughs> Johnny Walker, you know, he's one of those guys that, like, you know, I, I invented the internet, and right. uh, I was in on the ground floor. Uh, you know, my mom invented the crock pot. Oh, I love you know, those like, guys. You know, like the one upper. Yeah. They, you know, like, yep. oh, hey, I got a gold Porsche. Well, I got two with a wine holder. So, um, he was he was like hitting me up for money the whole time. This fucking guy. I don't know what gave him the indication that I had money or would give him to Maybe, him. You know what I think? I think it was I was staying at my girlfriend's parents' house and I gave I told him where we were staying and apparently. You, you got to have some shekels to stay there, so maybe he got the in, inclination that I had some loot. Right. But I, you know, you know me, I, I don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. So, but this guy and his wife, and his wife just kept going, woohoo! She's on like her eighth uh, cabernet, and her teeth are goddamn fucking purple, and she just keeps going, woohoo! I'd be like, so how are you doing? Woohoo! I'm like, oh my god. So let's go to the voicemails. I'm 
must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. All right, so let's go to the voicemails. This should be pretty interesting because I haven't checked it since I got back from vacation. Right. Uh, hey, uh. Oh my God! Twitter. It's the dude Jimmy. He sounds like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman from Boogie Nights. Doesn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> he does. He kind of looks like him too. That's a really good That's call. Creepy, you know how like sometimes you can tell by people's voices right. kind of what they yeah, look sure. like. Um, no, you're like right on the money. Real disheveled. Yep, like creepy. why do like the guys with mega bucks always? Uh, That's the old money does that. They're like they're just so used to having it. It's like whatever. They're disheveled. They're disheveled as fuck. And they can just wear whatever they want and do whatever they want. It's great. So I gave him the dummy number again. Right. Like, so whenever these guys try to contact me, right. <laughs> they must think I'm a sketch ball. I tell them I can't receive text messages. Hmm. I go, you can only call me at 516-628-7474, which is our hotline for the Loose Cannon Comics. Right. Yes, it is. Which is also great for the show if right. he decides yeah, to call. I also have it in the back of my car driving like an asshole. How is my drive? And call 628-7474. So that should be <laughs> popping off quite soon. Um, so let's. Uh, it's, it's him. Do you hear the slurring? He sounds a little inebriated. He's always pickled. Yeah, he sounds like it. He drinks scotch and water, oh, and he man. gets his freak on. Stock there. Yeah, I know. It's a really nice location. And, uh, well, when you work as hard as me, you know, anything you want, you know. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're a little low on funds, and we got to fuel her up, you know, for the uh, <clears throat> trip north. So uh, I was just wondering if you could spot us a few shekels. And that he and he would always call him shekels. He never said, "Can I borrow money directly?" Yeah. He just kept saying, "You know, I got to get some shekels off of somebody because we got to make the trip north." He needs gas money to get his yacht up north, and he's got all this money locked up in different investments because yeah, he, he invented the internet, right, right, right. and he's got his halitosis breath that oh, he's just God. hovering over me. And he was a oh. hugger too. You know the leaners, yeah, lean sure. huggers when they get drunk. And they put all your weight on you. It was like a fucking workout. Yeah, it's like when you're trying to enjoy your dinner with somebody else, and they they, they just mosquito their way over to you, and then just land on you. Hey, I don't even drink. I know. Yeah. Uh. So uh, we'll be waiting in the Boca, <laughs> Boca the lounges, uh, Marina Lounge. If you could be so kind and stop by and lay a few on us, we really appreciate it, buddy. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, I just got the message now, so I hope he made it up north. He sounds like a human version of pudding. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what his lips are like after all the scotches. Yeah. It, his lips just turn into human pudding. Um, people are Some people are just scary. I was in a taxi recently with a guy who looked like he was slowly melting, and he smelled <laughs> so bad. So bad. I almost walked back out like, I can't do this. What Was it a checker cab or an Uber? It was like a, like a checker cab, like a yellow cab. Why don't you get Uber, dude? I don't have Uber on my phone. Why not? I don't know. What am I going to do with it? You're going to use it and eh. not get picked up by a sketch ball. I, I, I'm slow to adhere to the new the new trends. Uh, it's either, how about this, get picked up by a homeless man with uh, bad hygiene or get picked up by a guy that wants to make some money and has a nice car because he's forced to have a nice car. Um, how about having uh, being in a car that doesn't sound like it's on square wheels? <laughs> You know the, the checker cabs that they reuse the old cop cars? It feels like you're on the Oregon fucking trail with those things. If there's only pee in there, you're happy. Oh, my God. It's this the worst. This guy smelled. I cannot tell you. Do you ever, like, walk past, like, a bona fide homeless guy who just hasn't had a shower? Like, he smells like weeks? petrified urine and odor. Yes, that's what it was. Oh, my God. And it was like, it was like if petrified urine and body odor had, like, an expensive vintage, like, wine... Yeah. This guy had that expensive vintage. Age 12 years. <laughs> it was years. a 1998 Burgundy going was, on was, underneath yeah, his arms. Yeah, it was B.O. Rothschild. Oh, my God. All right, so let's go to the second voicemail here. Hi, Tony. Oh, my oh God, God. She is back. Wow, wow. Lenore, I guess wow. the hurricane maybe stirred her up maybe or something. Maybe the bats out of the cave. She, she's been laying off for a while. I guess so, man. But I have a little bit of a uh, something to tell you. Okay. She's in town. Oh, no. She was at my restaurant the other day. Oh, God. Asking for Barking you. up my tree again? Asking. Oh, man. For you. I just, I can't, I can't turn them How'd off, How'd she find out that you actually work in some capacity for the same place that I work for? I don't know. Doing word catering. Gets, word gets around, bro. 
This is Lenore. How are you doing? I love how she always needs to tell us who it is. As if you wouldn't know. And it takes her about five and a half seconds to say, Lenore. Honey, listen, I just flew in from Irma. You knew that. I've been here all month. You haven't called. Nothing. I went to the bar where Eric works. You didn't show up. I'm sitting in my dress. Sweating Fleischmann's margarine from my office. Oh, my God. That paints a great picture. She always uses margarine as, like, that's her go-to for some reason. We should set up the taxi guy. It's smooth as margarine. I've got margarine. She doesn't care. She'll tell you exactly how it is. And she drinks, you know what she drinks? Ciroc and water. Oofah. Show up. It was hot as hell. Okay? It's not right how you treat me, honey. It's not right how you treat her. Why are you treating her like this? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a snake. I want to get you two on the phone. Oh, boy. Good I really, money. we need to nip this in the bud where you need to tell her on the air that there is no chance. I'm not of... going to nip anything in the I don't want to nip any buds. Why? Yeah, because you just avoid buds. confrontation. Let's leave those buds all, alone. You, you avoid confrontation at all times, just like you clammed up with Cokehead Dad on the fucking voicemails. Her, and now you, why you could just take care of it, Tony. Her buds are fine where they are. One small, one small piece of communication could take care of this whole problem. I like to just let things fizzle out. It doesn't fizzle out. It's been like three months. It's fizzling. All right, I flew all the way here from Florida during Irma. Please. <laughs> like it's your, like it's your fault that she's here. Yeah, like I created the hurricane. Yeah, like you just, to, you, just to ferret her out. You have one of those harp machines. Yeah. In <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in charge of the harp satellite array. I'm just like, let's put a hurricane down there to bother her. I'm going to. Mess with the environment. Ah. She's going to be one of those people that sounds like, you know, like they eat cigarettes when they're like 60, 70 years old. Hi. Well, she's, she fucking smokes another uh, enough Capris God almighty. to kill a small horse. And this is, coming, this is coming from me. Hi. Hey. People mistake me for Zool. Hi. I'm the bad guy from Inspector Gadget. Gadget. <laughs> she opens a fridge. Zool. Zool. Uh, I'm the key master. Oh, Zooly, you nut. <laughs> oh, Zool, I want to party with you, cowboy. Uncle Mario's dating service. Uncle Mario's dating service. Uncle Mario, I got problems. Every time I'm on this Tinder or OkCupid, they all look like ten and a halfs, and then when I get there, they look like a one and a half. You gotta help me with these ski bots. First of all, what the fuck you talking about Tinder, the, the Googles? What are you talking? I tell you, you gotta come to Mario's dating service. Uncle Mario, what the fuck you talking about? Oh, what's your fuck? Uncle Mario's dating service. Uncle Mario's dating service. You should blow that button. Oh, what the, the fuck? fuck? I said no curse. Why my Uncle Mario's dating service? He'll hook you up with skinny ski bots, chunky Jew broad. Grandma, we're trying to shoot a commercial here. Uncle Mario, what does your dating service do for a guy like me? What does it do for a guy like you? I take care of everything. You tell me what kind of girl you like, I get her for you. What do you do? I follow around. She never knows I'm following around. Like the old days, I take pictures. Not of mine with the pictures with the phone. I take real pictures. Yeah, there's a pay phones all throughout the city. Nobody knows where they are, but I know. I even put it in. Some of the boys, we put some more pay phones in for this business only. Forget about this, because then they know where you live. They track you down. If you get a pregnant, what are you going to do? They supply everything in the day. You call the broad up. You make a date, and you meet at the place. That's it. No more texting. No more. Grandma, we're trying to shoot a commercial. Uncle Mario, how long until I send the chick a dick pic? Watch your mouth. Oh. Your fucking father may rest in peace. He heard that he'd be uh, turning his grave. What the fuck is a dick pic? What are you talking about, dick pic? It's when you take your bra out, and you take a picture of it, and you send it to her. Unless your fucking dick is like a baby's arm holding a fucking apple, you don't send nothing. Remember, Uncle Mario's dating service. I get the woman, I make them an offer they can't refuse. Uncle Mario's dating service, of course. I- uh, what were you just telling me? The catch, the catch me outside girl. Oh, we have catch yeah. me outside girl news. Like it's a yeah. They're, uh, they're, breaking news. Uh, they're turning her into like a uh, an asshole. Like a, yeah, like a like a, for lack of a better term, a rapper. I guess I don't know what you call that terrible brand of music. But a rapper. She's like you know, she's your 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 run of the mill street ragamuffin. That they're turning into like some kind of a oh my god you know dude. a thugged out bad girl. Do you think she's on? Do they already have songs? Yeah, they're atrocious. Like they wouldn't let make you listen to it in a work camp because the work camp guards would leave, <laughs> and the prisoners would get loose. Uh, Danielle Bragali uh, is the Catch Me Outside girl, and.
man. Why did you even poison my ears with that? She's talking about dick riding and have, it's like, why don't you slow down there, Tuts? Well, uh, I don't think she's slowing down. She was already on Dr. Phil. She was on Dr. Phil for a reason, I would assume, that she's a little loose. Because Dr. Phil's like, well, you're, <laughs> you're a lesbian who likes women, okay? <laughs> when they turned to Bob Mackie. Okay. No, I had a, I actually had a, uh, a swimming coach at Nass Community College that talked like that. Really? And I go, okay, Mr. Mack. Okay. He talked like this, and he was from uh, originally from Georgia. And, okay. and he go, and I would do the whole skit of him in the locker room afterwards after we'd have the class. Because <laughs> he goes up to me one day, and he goes, you see her? She's too fat to swim, okay? Okay. Yeah, you, you can't, I, and okay, after everything. Okay. Uh, apparently, that's, you know, from somewhere in the country, they say okay after a lot of things. Dude, I'll tell you, man, not to say, like, you know, I'm anything to write home about, but if you've got a nice bevy of impre- impressions on hand, you can have a lot of fun with them. Oh, absolutely. It's so much fun. Um, you okay. know, sometimes I'll just be hanging out there at the bar, having yeah. a couple of beers, Ooh. you know. I'll break out a little bit of George Bush right there for you, a little bit of Texas style, okay? Oh, a little, little Texas you know, I'll tell tea. you about this, I'll tell you about that. Maybe not the other thing. All right, well, we got to uh, we got to get to the news, Tony. I'm, I'm ready to go, bro. Let's do it. It's time for the news. All right, so I was sniffing around the net yes, earlier man. this week, and uh, it, pretty much the world has been burning since the world's been turning. We have a girl in the United Kingdom. Um, she had to go to the hospital. Right. Because she's only been eating nothing but chicken nuggets. What, you have two of them? Since she was two. Oh, God. So when she s- weighs 7,000 pounds. Who the fuck are her parents? An Mike acne Myers, like Hellraiser. Mike Myers and Freddy Cougar? Who God would ever almighty. let their child? What do you want sh- for dinner tonight, honey? It's like they literally sk- like sprayed out of a caulking gun to make a chicken nugget. How much does she weigh? I have to know. All right, let's well, let's see. She must not be in good shape. Yeah, because... I'm not imagining, uh, you know, the girl from Baywatch. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. People eat some disgusting things, dude. Oh, absolutely. It's well, crazy. I mean, you do. You eat Vietnamese food, so I mean, yeah, but you I actually know. eat fairly well. I, I'm usually not like. I mean, I eat a lot of crap too. Let's not yeah. lie about. Well, it. Well, if but... you guys go check the conversation we have with the nutritionist yeah, on our podcast, she might think a little bit different. Hooked on chicken nuggets, girl 17 who has eaten nothing else since age two rushed to hospital after collapsing. No shit. My God, nothing. Ever else. since she was a toddler, Stacy Irvine has eaten little but el- little else but chicken nuggets and the occasional portion of chips. Now, by chips, this is in England. They meet French fries. <laughs> they meet chicken nuggets. Now, the at the age of seventeen, she has been warned by doctors to change her appalling diet or die. The factory worker who says she has never tasted fresh fruit or vegetables had to been taken to the hospital earlier this week when she had collapsed after struggling to breathe. I didn't know she was on the Tony diet. Imagine what her bathroom must smell like. It must be uh, like a. a a nightmare. Look at her hold. There's a picture of her wearing a leopard cut off shirt. She looks like Joe Dirt's daughter holding a friggin' 12 pack yeah, of really. nuggets from friggin' McDo- uh, McDonald's. Where are the best? What are who has the best fast food nuggets out there? Oh, man, that's a good question. Well, what do you consider fast food? Would you call Chipotle? Fa- I guess it's fast. It's fast yeah, Chipotle, right? Chipotle's fast I'll eat Chipotle. Food. If they make it, if you don't sit down and a, and a person doesn't come up to you to take the order, it's usually fast food. I like Chipotle. Okay. And I don't care about all the, the negative stories. But Chipotle doesn't sell chicken nuggets, so it does no. nothing for the story. Right. Um, I know how you just like to give them a plug. <laughs> <laughs> it's just always on your brain, isn't it? Well, Bur- you talk about fast food. So you always got burritos on the brain, I Tony. I burritos on the brain a lot. You always got burritos on the brain. So there's a picture of Joe Dirt's daughter here. She's got more. She's got two Louis Vuittons under her eyes because it looks like she she looks unhealthy. She looks like she was brought back from the dead. It looks like she's been eating nothing but chicken nuggets since she was two. Doctors found that her 15 year chronic chicken nugget addiction has left her with uh, anemia and inflamed veins on her tongue. So deficient was her body in vitamins and nutrients that they said that she looked like she was on one of the ships with the pilgrims. No, yeah. I just I just added that. Yeah, at one All, point. <laughs> At one point, what? At one point, she farted, and the doctor's flesh burned off like Scorpion <laughs> from Mortal Kombat. Oh, man. She's been doing demolition in houses and gutting houses with her farts for years. She looks like she's in decent shape, though. I got to tell you, I didn't think she'd look like that. She's 17, and they call her a factory worker. How about a, a student? <laughs> Did she just drop out and start eating nuggets full time? They said, listen, we'll pay you in nuggets to work at this It factory. looks like she moved from Alabama and New York to... The United Kingdom. She's working out at the Nugget Factory. One for you, one for me. Although she has been urged to drastically change her diet, she says she cannot give up her fast food. 
Stacy, who is recovering at home on a high dose, of course, of vitamins, has been hooked on a chicken nuggets since her mother let her try them in McDonald's restaurant at age two. I love them so much. They were all I would eat, she said. I just couldn't face even trying other foods. Mum gave up giving me anything else years ago. Holy shit, dude. Now, Tony, mm-hmm. let's say Parallel Universe, you could only have one food Ooh. that you could eat for the rest of your Ooh. life. Ooh, what would it be? Wow. Um, wow. I, oh, ho- I hope for society and your next door neighbors that it wouldn't be Mexican for the rest it of your life. It might be. Oh, one genre? No, no, just one food. One thing. I mean, just like this girl has eaten chicken nuggets. Right. Would I get the same nutritional values? Regardless, it's up to you, Tony. Yeah, well, let's say that's not a factor. I guess I'd go for like burritos because no. there's so much in there. No, no, no. Everything's a factor. We live in the in reality. Oh, Everything then... has has consequences. What would you put in your body every day? Or actually, well, let's say, what, what could you stomach? Let's say you'll just take the nutritional value out of it. What could you stomach every day? Oh, oh, I know the fucking answer. What? Egg sandwiches. Egg sandwich. Egg sandwich. Every okay, so what, I could eat an egg sandwich every day. What would be on this I almost set do. egg sandwich? <laughs> I get I get egg whites, turkey, and like Swiss a lot of mornings on like whole wheat. Yeah, so you're getting a hybrid. Yeah, I mean it's it's a healthier version. So you'd go with it's egg protein. sandwiches for the rest of your but life. But if I could if I could have like the same nutritional value, I get the sloppy one with all the cheese and the yolks and bacon. Yeah, I think uh, mine would have to be pizza. That's that's another contender. I mean, you know, but I could say no to pizza. Mash it, bash them, put them in a stew, yeah. anything you want with pizza. It's on the go, sit down, eat. I'm starting to, like, love. I mean, I loved pizza before, but now I'm just in a full-out love affair with some pizza. I've been accused of uh, I've been accused of liking pizza a lot. Every time we travel, my friends always like, Tony's going to find pizza somewhere. Don't worry. <laughs> no matter where you are, you wind up finding pizza. And there's another guy who, who insinuates, who insists that I, uh, I eat chicken sandwiches nonstop. Chicken sandwiches. He's always like, Tony, did you, where, did you get a chicken sandwich this week? I'm like, yeah, I got them all the time. Well, chicken sandwiches are amazing. They're great. I and mean, I, yeah, there's great ones to be had, too. Yeah, so, I mean, if you were, I think, I would, like, think Mexican would be your one food for the rest of your life. I, li- I like egg sandwiches. Because you're obsessed with Mexican. it. You like eggs better than Mexican? Egg sandwiches. I love egg sandwiches. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hey, this is Scott from down the block. Hey, pretty good. Uh, I, I come down there a lot. I left my peacoat there, but that's not the main reason I called. Uh, the main reason I called is my son, he uh, ate, he had a hot dog and uh, some french fries. He had a hot dog. Excuse me. I'm sorry, he had what? He hot dog. He had one of those hot dogs. Like a corn dog? Uh, no, not like a corn dog. It's, uh, it's got like breadcrumbs around. It's got chicken in the middle of it. Oh, uh, it's got like the linguine with it. Do you, have a, do you have a check or a receipt? Yes, of course I do. I keep all my receipts. Sure, what's the uh, number in the upper left-hand corner of your check? Okay, uh, hold on. I have to get my receipts. Hold on. No, not those pants. It's in the other pants. My work pants. All right. So, is it? Uh, how many digits? Because I see a lot of numbers around here. So. Uh, four on the upper left hand side of the check. Four on the uh, upper and half. Okay. So I've got. Uh, I got to put my glasses on. Uh, three, two, eight, six. It says. No. I was about. I was about. Um. I was there about maybe half hour ago. I sat downstairs by the bar. I listen, my son's sick. It, it, this is all semantics. I ate at your place, and he's sick as a dog, and what are you going to do for me? Uh, I'm, sir, I need your check number. You said you have it in front of you, so I need the upper left-hand corner. I just gave it to you. Three. Check up and you in the I just gave it to you. It's, none of the numbers start with a three or a two. There, it starts with a zero or a one, sir. Zero, three, two, eight. I was there about a half hour ago. He had that, uh, he, he was eating that hot dog, and he got sick. Yeah, well, we don't have hot dogs in the menu besides corn dogs, and check number 0328 is for a key lime slice of cheesecake and an original. So well, I didn't have any of that. Well, inside, or you can come into the restaurant, we can talk to well, person if you look down the block. Well, 
But but now listen, I don't need to come back to your your place. Got my kids sick. I don't need to come back to your place and inconvenience myself. Okay. Well, so okay. So maybe you can throw maybe like a fifty dollar gift card at me, and maybe we can say uh, we can call this uh, a night. You know. Well, uh, what you can you want to take my email address? Uh, I just need to see the I need the check number, sir. If you want to I just it, gave it to you over the phone. I told you my kid had a hot dog. He had a hot dog. He got sick, and now he's sick. And I'm not gonna pay for this. I don't have insurance. All I can tell you is you can mail you can mail me the information. We can go from there. Mail you now. And now I got and now I gotta pay for a stamp too after you got my kid sick, huh? I, I've got all my paperwork. I'll be down there in 15 minutes. This is Scott from down the block. Now you got me up. Now let's go. Okay, that's great. I'll be right down there. Did you have yeah. a fake ID? I did not have I wanted one. I did not have one. But you never went out and had one. I didn't need it. Why? I looked like this when I was 15, dude. I used to walk into 7-Eleven, just buy a rack of Coors Light and be like, Sup? Without showing anybody Nothing. anything. Walk in there like it, like it didn't smell. No facial hair, just Tony I had facial thing. hair. Did you? Oh, yeah, I had, a, I had a Fu Manchu at 14, dude. <laughs> you had a Fu Manchu? I had to have a Fu Manchu. You know, the, the little beard thing, like a little goatee <laughs> What thing? was the hair looking like? I had hair, dude. I had. What I was kind like of a, haircut? Like, oh, I had uh, <laughs> I had the side shaved, right, all the way around. Yeah. And the top was long, all the way down to my ass. Oh, my God, you had the Vision Quest haircut? I was like a walking hedgehog. Did you ever see the movie Vision Quest? No. It's a wrestling movie, and this guy's buddy in, in Vision Quest thinks he's a Native American guy, and it's all a farce, but he has the same haircut that you had. Oh, my God. Well, it was more the white that. man's mullet. Ooh. I had a fake ID. Did you? I had my brother's. Yeah. But you know what my brother looks like, yeah, right? nothing like you at all. He has red hair and freckles. Yeah. So I have dark features. Right. Um, I'm dark Irish. And so he's four and a half years older than me. So it was perfect. When I was 16, he was already 21. So he sent me home his naval ID. So I'd even have a driver's license. And I would go to Bogart's, and these guys would be like, all right, no, 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 we're not letting you in. That's not a proper ID. I'd be like, I can take a bullet for this country, but I can't, you won't let me in. I'd make a stink, and they'd let me in the place. It, it worked for, for four years. And just like you said, we were going to this friggin' local place over uh, the town over, this place, J.D. Gates, and where oh, they cleaned God, up the yeah, eyeballs yeah. at night. And uh, Oh, man. The, oh, that I knew the owner. God almighty. And finally, we had my 21st birthday party there, and the owner's like, he's like, hey, how old are you? And I'm like, 21. He's like, you've been coming here for like five years. He got fucking heated. He yeah. fucking wanted to cancel my party and shit. He's like, maybe I don't want you at my place anymore. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, it's like, you know, that's what it is, man. You know, you just walk in there. You look the part. Oh, dude, I started drinking at the Breakers when I was like 13, dude. What? Do you remember the first time you got drunk? Yeah, I was like 11. Tell us about it. Uh, we were at New Year's Eve at a New Year's Eve party, right? And everybody cheers for the New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. So the, all the champagne glasses had like half a champagne glass worth of champagne in them. Yeah, yeah. So then all the adults went upstairs. And my older cousin and I were chilling downstairs, and she was like, "Yo, let's start drinking the fucking champagne." Oh, and you I was and your like, "Cousin, were drinking." Yeah, I, I saw that coming from about uh, well, traveling you know, from the uh, from Alpha Centauri on a moped. I saw that's how far <laughs> I saw it coming from. All I'm saying is, you had me last week in the basement with my Hang uncle. On. I got the Bible here, and then the Jehoshaphat said that Eric Casson will tell a joke about Tony having incest with his cousin. Wow, they knew about that back then in the biblical times. It's crazy. So you're drinking champagne at a young age with your cousin in a basement. Go. So I get, you know, obviously I get hammered because I'm young and I'm not used to it. So then I'm like, huh, huh. and she's like, you better start drinking some soda, man, because you're going to, you know, they're going to catch you. You know, <laughs> what was the first? Do you remember the first feeling that you had? Uh, it was like a little like, you know, woozy and like, you know, whatever. This is pretty cool. Yeah. It felt like you were on the Gravitron at the feast. Yeah, it was like whatever. You know, it wasn't anything to write home. You about. remember the Gravitron, the thing that spins you yeah, around sure. like crazy and you're like, I'm going upside oh, down. God. And then it had the fat guy that was three hundred and twenty five pounds playing Metallica on yeah. loud blast. I did go sideways and go, shit Yo, go your sideways and the fucking and all of the seats would lock up. That's what I felt like. I, I'll never forget. I left the feast one night. I was like 11, and I felt like I was drunk all night after I was being on that. I couldn't I couldn't get my shit straight after being on that thing. Yeah, you come wobbling out of there like. The first time I ever got drunk was like drunk drunk. Yeah. I remember when I was 11, I was at a block party, 
Right. And I was we were pl- running around playing Manhunt while the party was going on. Yeah. And I stop and I'm dying of thirst and I see this cup with water in it and I chug the whole I chug a little sip of it and it's pure vodka with ice in it to the top of a solo cup. I look around real quick and I just down the whole thing. I was so polluted the rest of the <laughs> night. Thank God my parents were drunk. I went to bed at like nine o'clock. My parents were like, oh, he's such a good boy. But the first time <laughs> I got drunk, drunk, right? Yeah. It was in ninth grade. Right. There was a football party. We just went undefeated in the junior high football team. I got a, I got a six pack, uh, six pack of Heineken. You rebel. Yeah, six pack of Heineken, right? And a pack of butts. And remember back then, it's like when you, when, you know, before I became the Marlboro Man, um, when you actually smoked a cigarette, there would be serious effects to you. You felt, once again, you felt like you're on the Gravitron. You were loopy. Once you drank a little bit and then you smoked a cigarette, you were on another fucking planet. Oh, yeah, forget about it. And I would keep them in a cassette tape, like the thing that would hold a cassette tape in it. I would take the sleeve out, like the booklet, and I would keep my cigarettes in there because I would take them out of my parents' pack. Yeah. So I start drinking, and I'm having a couple beers, but I'm going hard. We just we just went undefeated in junior high football, so I start chugging beers. It's like I get there at 9 o'clock. It's 9.40. I'm on my fifth beer, and it's like it starts setting in. Yeah. I had to leave the party by 10.30. Because I was so drunk. I didn't have to be home until midnight. I fucking walk home. I fall asleep on the front lawn. I get to the front lawn. I just fall asleep. I wake up. I look at my watch. It's like 1145. I'm like, all right, I got 15 minutes to straighten up. I get into my house. My house is the size of a shoebox, right? And I get in. And I'm walking. And I'm walking. And there's always that one. (laughs) We have a wood floor. There's always that one. Yep. Now, you, a tornado could come through town if my dad was drinking. Yeah. But, of course, the one night that he didn't drink, yeah. I was drinking. Right. And he's like, and he's like, hey, he's like, what's up? He's like, you're home early. Good, you know, I like that. He's like, uh, good night. And I was like, oh, good night. I'm in the clear. And he goes, oh, he's like, Columbo. He's like, excuse me, sir. Uh, one more thing, you know. He's like, hey, uh, one more thing. Kristen Falbishkoll wants you to call her back. I was like, all right. And he's like, you okay? I'm like, oh, no. You hear him getting out of bed. It's dark. And then what, next thing he, uh, he's right on top of me. He's like, you're drunk as a skunk. He's like, you're grounded for a month. Get to bed. So he just fucking just month me right there, dude. It was crazy. That party wound up being like one of the craziest parties of all time. And I missed it because I, I fucking shot my load way too early. I was at a party one time hammered. I mean, I was barfing through the kids, through the kids graded table in the backyard. I was like face down on it. So my friend's like, all right, bro, he's like, let's get out of here. So he picks me up and he like, you know, he carries me out of there. So we leave. Like 10, 15 minutes later, a crazy fight broke out. Guys getting hit by boards and bats and like just having at it. I would love fights because I'd always be inside trying to pick women up. Yeah. Because guys like, oh, it's going to be a fight. Let's go watch. I'm like, yeah, 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 go ahead. I'm finally getting a drink because the bar is empty and every knucklehead's outside. I'm like, I'll stay inside and listen, to <laughs> play some pool yeah. while everyone's fucking having fucking Game of Thrones outside in the parking lot. Yeah, who needs it? I used to, when I lost my ID at one point for a little while and then I found it, but when that was going on, what we used to do is we would show up so early to a place that they weren't checking IDs yet. So, like, we'd show up to a place at, like, 5 o'clock in the afternoon and because we knew the bouncers showed up at 5.30. So we'd show up at 5, we'd get a drink, wouldn't even have to show the bartender ID, get in the place, and we'd hold down a table until about 10.30 until everyone showed up, and then we'd start buying drinks and hold that fucking... We were there for seven hours, bro. It was like a friggin', It was like a work shift. I mean, I don't... I would get caught once in a while, and they'd be like, hey, do you have ID? I'd be like, I don't have it on me right now. And they'd be like, well, I can't. I'd be like, okay. But, I mean... Honestly, most of the time I'd walk into a bar. I mean, like local bars, and I don't, I, I don't remember really ever getting my balls, but especially restaurants, dude. I'd walk into a restaurant, we'd sit down for dinner, but yeah, let me get a uh, Jack and Coke. Well, you think, go. I think it's all how you order it. Yeah, it, it's like um, like kids that are underage, they you can see them from a mile away because they're like, can I have a beer? Cerveza, please. You know, like, oh, yeah. it's just so awkward. What do you want? I'll have a Heineken and milk. And they, and, and they also, another rookie move is that they start reaching for their wallet even before I ask them. 
Just show up like you've been there before and just ask for a drink like a man and maybe you'll get one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have one drink, please. Um, There was this one time, though. You know how, like, uh, the times where I had a curfew and I was I was allowed out one night. It was either Friday or Saturday. And I chose a night to go out. So we go up to I get this uh, mountain bike for selling the most amount of oranges ever. <laughs> so they had this contest. I keep hearing about this mountain bike. I want to see a picture of it now. They have this contest. And you, you win a, if you sell us uh, the most boxes of oranges, right. you get a mountain bike. You win a $600 GT Saddleback mountain bike yeah. and two free trips. Two free Let's trips? Hit, yeah. To where? Rocking Horse Ranch and uh, to Hershey Park. Holy Christ. So I sold 65 boxes of oranges. I literally went door to door from my house east of in Babel, every every house. And my fucking dad had to deliver. He almost bottomed his car out because every box of oranges was like 25 pounds. So you get them, it's like almost 1,200 pounds of oranges I sold. So anyway, I get this bike, and this thing is the fucking tits. We go up. We're driving around. Now, you know how Babel and, and people that don't know our hometown – it's pretty much in the center of town. There's it's a hill and it comes to one point. It's the highest point of the town. And then it's almost like shaped like a volcano almost. Yeah. And then you got the lowlands. Yep. OK, so we're in the lowlands and <laughs> getting up those hills is pain a pain in the fucking cock. Right. Terrible. So one, you don't want to you know, you don't want to drive your bike up that whole fucking hill. Nope. So we're walking and we're like, fuck, how are we going to get this hill? And sure enough, our fucking boy Hoteen shows up. He's riding around with his permit with a six pack in the center console, and he's already drunk. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? Like that. And we're like, yo, what's up? I'm like, can we get a ride to the top of the hill? He's like, get in. So we fucking put my mountain bike on the trunk of his convertible, and I'm holding it. He's fucking burning out, driving fucking 60 miles an hour down Beverly Avenue. We get to the parking lot of the primary school. There's this long strip. He guns it. It's going about 45. He does a J turn. Hits the e-brake, the fucking ass swings out. I'm trying to get my bike off the back because it's slipping out of my hand. So I'm like trying to put it like nicely. The fucking bike literally, it flies into the air. <laughs> I let it. I let go in the midst of the J-turn and it goes, and it looks like somebody shot it out of a cannon, Tony. It must have been 15 to 10 feet up in the air and it went about 20 feet and it smashes. And he stops, and we're like, all right, all right. I thought the bike was fine. The bike's not fucking fine, okay? The handlebar's down. The chain's off. Both t- both rims are slightly bent. So, like, it's still drivable, but, like, the tires are rubbing up against the brake pads. So I sit. What do I do? I smoke a whole bowl of weed to myself, to the head. I'm in, like, ninth grade at the time. And I get so stoned. The party gets canceled. So now it's like 930 and I'm like, I don't want to waste a night out. So I'm going to go home right now because if you're home by like 10, it wasn't technically a night out. So you can save it. So I start driving my bike home. Right. And it's like, this thing is fucked, Tony. I'm driving home at three miles an hour. Sure. Driving down. I'm using my foot to brake with the fucking tire. So my parents would drink. On the weekends. Right. It was hands down. So they would never operate a car when they would drink. So I'm driving home on Babel Avenue. The one night that they're fucking driving, they pass by me. At 9 o'clock, they're never operating. My dad stops and goes, hey, what happened to your bike? I go, I fell. And he goes, all right. He's like, get it in. So I throw the car on the bike. I, sl- I, I slam the door uh, the door in the caravan. He goes, you've been smoking weed tonight? It's, I haven't even put my ass on the chair yet. And I'm like, uh, no. And he's like, well, uh, you look stoned. And I was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So I get home. I put my bike on the side of the house. He has a small fan. You know the fans that you put at a desk? He has it in my eyeball with a flashlight, and he's giving me tests. He's just making up tests to freak me out. Yeah. My dad was a cop. He was a military police officer in Vietnam for four years, and then he was a cop at the United Nations for 12. So he's fucking with his his suspect now. And he, he fucking grounded me on three months. Just He couldn't prove it. He just grounded me for three months on total suspicion. But that was like, that's, oh, man, how are we still alive? I don't know. I never had any uh, any really terrible bike situations. Your dad ever catch you drunk? Or your um, mom ever catch you drunk? Yeah, they and, like, caught you were me drunk a couple shit? of times. And, uh, you know, I got in trouble. But it was like, you know, it wasn't like, 
they weren't like, you know, you're you're grounded for the rest of your life or something like that. You know, they were like, oh. all right, look. You know, I mean, I wasn't like, they never caught me like falling over puking. Like I would have like a beer or something like that. They'd be like, oh, you know, what the fuck is this? My dad was giving fucking three months out like it was bowls of ice cream to people. Three months, three months, boom, like just in the hole, you know, like back to the fucking house of pain. And so, like three months. We had these kids who used to live across the street and, uh, you know, like all the kids would hang out. We're younger. You know what I'm saying? So there was this place called the track. It was an empty lot on the corner where, the, you know, like a house size lot, but no houses ever there. So what did all the rapscallion kids in the neighborhood do? They dug a big circle in said track, made a big pit in the middle, like a big half pipe pit in yeah. the middle that you could ride BMX bikes and then jumps and like, you know, a course around it. So we had that. Are you talking about the jumps? Not down by West Harbor. Remember that fucking place? It'd be like... We didn't go to those jumps. Oh, my... We had our own jumps. <laughs> was this the one across from Town Hall? No, we had... This was down by Babel... These... Shut the fuck up. These... I don't know why you turned jumps. into a Chechenian immigrant all of a sudden. <laughs> so these these two youths... <laughs> the two what? So these jumps, right? We had them down by Babel Park Boulevard in like a, like a lot. Yeah. So, you know, the kids are getting in trouble there all the time, obviously. So these two twins that lived across the street come over there one day and like, hey, we got a we got an M80. We're gonna we're just gonna blow it up. Why does everyone have those twins in their town that are just demonic and yeah. just torture everybody and have about two brain cells sharing yeah. over each other? So they bury this they bury this M eighty in the ground, right? Because they figure that'll <laughs> dissipate the blast or something. I don't know. Like everybody's a fucking With the fuse physicist. hanging out? The yeah. fuse isn't very long in an M eighty, right? No, so I, this kid wasn't this kid wasn't, you know, the smartest Die kid. <laughs> What if I hold it so I don't... Hey, I gotta have some toilet paper rolling. I don't want to blow my fingers off, so I'm going to put it in my mouth. <laughs> so he lights this thing off, right? And it's like Kim Jong-un's nuclear bomb. <laughs> it blows up like this big hole in the ground, right? Yeah. And a car across the street, the back windshield, spider webs. You know, it just, uh. it just crackles because of the from the blast, right? And it's like you hear it popping and crackling, right? A piece of shit car anyway, but... When you're a kid, why do you have such a propensity to break windows? I don't know, because they break easy. <laughs> so, the kid's dad comes over there, right? And he's like... He's like going nuts, right? Screaming at these kids. And they're just mortified. And the kid's dad's like, Take a good look at these kids, because you're never going to fucking see him again. And we're like, wow, he's pissed. You know something? Never saw those kids again. Yeah, thank God. Never saw them again. I never saw them again. What do you think they Who went? Who knows? They probably moved. Everybody John Wayne, down here. I don't think he John Wayne Gacy them under the house. But I'm, well, you kind of made it sound like that. I could. I never put, saw dun, them. Dun, dun, dun. I never saw them again. Um. Well, how about this? Speaking, it sounds like that dad lost it. Oh yeah, he was angry. Well, the show's over, folks. But the party doesn't stop there. Go to Instagram at Loose Cannon Comics and check us out. Go to SoundCloud.com or your podcast function on your iPhone. Put in Loose Cannon Comics and get ready to laugh. Also, go to YouTube.com, Loose Cannon Comics. Subscribe to our show to laugh once a week, each week. We'll see you next time, guys. And remember, keep your dick out of the dirt. <laughs>